Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today's topic of conversation is Apple saying no more, no more to your spammy gray hat tactics podcasters. Some backstory is likely warranted at this time. Apple owns the podcasting space. Apple has been the best friend to podcasters ever. And the Apple ecosystem, which is largely made up these days of Apple uh, iTunes and the new Apple Podcasts iOS application, clearly dominate the space. 60% or more of all downloads come through those places. There's lots of discovery that's happening in those places since they are kind of the big dog. And in fact, this big dog powers some 90% of all other podcasting apps out there. So, so Apple's a big, big, big deal. But there are some changes afoot. Big time. <clears throat> One of the things that we noticed a long time ago with the iTunes and the Apple podcast ecosystem is that search kind of sucks. It's kind of terrible. And I'll give you specifically what that means. Right now, there are only two fields in Apple, in iTunes, that are considered when search results are returned. And that's the title field, and that is the author field. So, here's what that means. Let's say, hypothetically, that I wanted to start a new show, a new podcast about Phoenix, my new hometown. If I wanted to be clever with that name, I might call it the Valet of the Sun. See, it's the Valley of the Sun, but it's the Valet. I'm, I'm giving you in. You get it, right? But if I call the show the Valet of the Sun, and I put myself as the author, Evo Terra, when someone goes to iTunes, goes to Apple Podcasts, and searches, I just want to see what podcast about Phoenix are out there. And they type in Phoenix. My hypothetical show, Valet of the Sun, hosted by Evo Terra, would not be a part of the consideration set. It wouldn't. Flat out would not be. Because I didn't use the word Phoenix in the title or in the author field. Now, episodes of my show might come up if, in fact, I said Best Neighborhoods in Phoenix and did a show about that, did an episode about that, maybe it would come up then. But I'm talking about the discovery of the show. In the list of podcasts available about Phoenix, you would not find a show called Valet of the Sun, hosted by Evo Terra. 
True story. No, it doesn't matter what's in your description field. The only two fields, title, name of the show, author, name of the hosts. So the workaround for that has always been, well, let's, you know, spruce things up a bit. Instead of calling it the Valet of the Sun, that's still the official title of the show, perhaps, Valet of the Sun. I would then add on something like Valet of the Sun, pipe symbol, discussing Phoenix and all of its might. Terrible name. But I would get the name Phoenix in there. Or in the title, or perhaps and in the author field, I would put Evo Terra, come a longtime Phoenix resident. Pretty accepted, standard ways of doing things. And I guess, of course, some people took it too far and started spamming the hell out of the fields by adding in not just the show name, but also Phoenix, comma, Arizona, comma, Scottsdale, comma, Mesa, comma, blah, 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 blah. Clearly spammy tactics in either of the title field or the author field. And so that's always been bad. It's a quick way to get your show removed and certainly would not pass submission these days with spammy things in the title. But recently, Apple has moved and said, you know what we want in the title field? The title of your show. You know what we want in the author field? The name of the, I'm sorry, uh, the name of the host of the show. That's it. No more modifications. Title is what the title is. The host's name is what the host's name is. I have had shows rejected recently. And the reason they've been rejected is because I put too much in the title. I put too much in the author field. And they have asked me to take that out. And they will approve the shows. Wow. Big, big change, but not terribly surprising. It's problematic because the discovery issue remains. If the show really is the valet of the sun, and I can no longer put in all the extra stuff about Phoenix, that means there's a discover there is a discovery issue. Which brings me to the point of, you know, maybe, and I don't know this for a fact, but maybe Apple is recognizing, or maybe they already know, that that's not how people use the Apple podcast or the iTunes search field. Maybe they use it a whole lot more like we use the search box in Netflix. Which is, we're looking for a specific show. You know, I don't type in prison drama to see what all fits around prison. I don't think many people do that. I think most people have a show in mind. I think what Apple is telling us here, and again, I don't have any knowledge of this other than being in the space for a while and, and trying to predict where the trend's moving, is I think they're conceding discovery somewhere else. And by that, I mean discovery of the types of content you're looking for. It seems to me they're going to be more rolling down the path of featuring the really, really good content in any particular area. But maybe they recognize that there's not a lot of discovery that happens inside of the app itself, inside of iTunes, and that that's not what they do. It's more about when you found something outside of the ecosystem, they want to make sure you can easily get to it. 
but the discovery takes place outside, which is, you know, kind of the way that Netflix works. When I log on Netflix, it gives me lots of recommendations, lots of choices, lots of that. I think Apple could do that same thing if it knows someone is a hardcore Apple podcast user. They could grab some of that behavioral data, understanding the shows you like, and make better recommendations for you. Probably heavily skewed towards the high-quality, high-end shows. I think Apple will still continue to list crappy shows, just like, you know, Netflix lists crappy shows all the time. Just because I think it's crappy doesn't mean it is. Although in many cases, those are really, really terrible shows, but there's an audience for some. <clears throat> I think that will. I think that will continue. There's been a lot of conjecture that uh, that iTunes, Apple might be taking the YouTube route, and I don't think that's the case because people do use YouTube as a search engine. You want to search how to do something, you search that, and you'll, and you'll find discovering episodes that do that. Maybe, maybe our friends at Apple go that direction. They're going to have to do something a little different with their search because. If we're relying only on title and only on author and we don't, they do not let us put in more descriptive terms, well, <clears throat> it's going to be a bit of a challenge to find things. So maybe, maybe it's all less about what's happening on those platforms and more about driving content for your show, driving awareness of your overall show somewhere else. But I know this. Apple is definitely putting the kibosh on to bad SEO practices. If you got questions about this, how I can help out, this is what I do, launching podcasts, not th this video thing. Facebook is not what I do. Podcasts. I launch podcasts. If you need help doing that, go to podcastlaunch.pro. Email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. All the prior episodes of Podcast Pontifications are up on my YouTube channel and on my Facebook page. Just search for Simpler Media. You can't miss it. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another Podcast Pontifications. Until then, cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion... Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.